You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's a Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, sponsored by Brentus Wealth. And with me from Brentus Wealth is Andre Basson. Andre, before we get on to the whole matter of personal finance in these very trying and testing and turbulent times, how are you getting on with being at home? Oh, it's uh, it's, it's nice uh, spending more time with the family. I'm, I'm at times hiding from my one-year-old daughter, which is walking at a ferocious speed at the moment. So okay. it's, 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 it's you, you need to, it's, it's some challenges, but we're very effective actually working from home. Um, very good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it may be in the future. I don't want to get onto this subject too much because I speak about it all the time. It may be in the future that you might work two or three days a week from home rather than go into the office every day. But that's for another day. And also it, it sort of ties in with personal finance and personal habits. How are you finding your clients are behaving during this time? And let's just have a, a sort of a general overview before we get into specifics, if you would, Andre. Generally, um, I think clients are more uh, concerned uh, just because of all the news they read and, and um, the changes we needed to make in our like working environment or home environment being uh, locked in our homes. Um, so when I when, when I look at their portfolio value, values, it's quite much better than the mood they're, they're experiencing um, in themselves. So uh, they're not they're not uh, panicking because of the finances, uh, actually just panicking because of all the uncertainty um, with the news and, 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 and the health issues, etc. Okay. Now, during this time, do you think people need you more or need you less? I mean, are you getting more calls or less calls? And what sort of mistakes have you found that people have started to make since the lockdown, which has been, what, so just over three weeks now? Yeah, so I think we've seen clients really appreciate uh, us helping them through this time, explaining to them uh, what we explained before. And it's basically, I think, if, if you're if if you're healthy, you're quite keen to self-diagnose um, on Google. And when you get sick and and or there's a or there's a storm coming, then you, then you'd rather go speak to a doctor or professional um, to diagnose you. So we see the same thing happening in the in the. Uh, financial industry um, get more inquiries rather than less. Okay, so people want to have their hands held because of what, what's going on. And of course, I suppose what it is, is apart from the social dislocation that we've experienced, there's also the, the fact that the markets have been incredibly volatile and stock markets yes. have lost a significant amount of, of value, uh, whether it be the JSE, whether it be the New York Stock Exchange, London Stock Exchange, whatever it is. Have you found, and also the RAND, of course, we have to come to the RAND. Now, have you found people saying to themselves, well, the RAND has weakened from uh, 14 in January to uh, mid-April, where it's uh, actually you know, pushing pushing 19 to the, to the US dollar. Are you finding people saying, well, now is the time to actually bring rands back into the country and people start to become currency traders when they shouldn't be? Yeah, so so we um, when I sit down with a client, I tell them, listen, I would want to help you uh, grow your, your wealth or get richer, um, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen, we're walking a, a, a road together for 10 years and, and we systematically increase and we take good decisions over the long period of time. So uh, with that um, background being sketched, I, I don't know if the RAND is going to get stronger to 16, 17, um, and then weaken again, and we, we switch in and out. Um, the only thing that, I, that we tell clients is, say, do we see a systematic depreciation in the RAND over the next 10 years or not? Um, and if, we, if, if that's a given, then that's, that's one box you can tick 
uh, if you if it's uncertain, you leave the box open, and then we ask, okay, if you want to go, if you want to have offshore exposure, uh, why do you want to have it? And, and you can't sit in cash offshore because it doesn't yield anything. Bonds almost yield, yield nothing at the moment. And so if you would want to use that to allocate to equity, we would say, right, would you rather choose offshore equity or local equity? And if that's a box you want to tick, then you can say yes. So then you'd go, you would rather keep still keep money offshore if you have money offshore. Um, if you want to still be in the equity space, um, the only reason why we would bring money back to South Africa is to make use of, of high-yielding bonds um, in via a good income fund to, to, to fund your short-term needs, which would be over the one- to three-year period. And this is actually just what we said the past year before the coronavirus exploded. So, yeah, we don't think we can time the currency, uh, so we won't bring money back just for, for trying to make make a return from, from that. What about uh, the equities markets and other asset classes as well? I mean, there have been, uh, apart from the RAND, which has been a feature, uh, what about the JSE Securities Exchange and also uh, other exchanges worldwide? Because I know you diversify your clients' portfolios with overseas exposure. Um, yeah. Have people also reacted badly to that and just say, right, I want to get out and get into a money market fund? What's What's been the reaction? So um, the reaction... Of, of our clients, they've been sitting in a combination of either South African cash and bonds uh, and offshore equity. Now, um, if you have been sitting in a big big chunk of your money in, in JSE, um, then the timing would have been tough to, to because the JSE has been just a notch above 37,000 at a stage. Now, if you had pulled out your money then, because you were afraid that in that one week that everything crashed, uh, then you would have lost quite a bit of money. So when the, when the crisis hit, you can't, shouldn't make decisions then, then you should have been made the allocations before the time. But okay, that being said now, um, we still believe that the JSE is cheap for a reason. We still believe offshore might be a bit more expensive, but also for a reason. Um, and if you take the long-term uh, view on, on offshore versus local equity. We still prefer offshore equity. And we're bearing in mind to say, clients, listen, the JSE is cheap, but the, the price is is uh, price over earnings. That earnings number is is not a real number because it's forward earnings and that earnings need to be adjusted because of all the, 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 the lockdown implications, which will have a very negative effect on the economy. So we 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 still don't want to bite into local equities. There's one or two exceptions with the rhodium, platinum, some resources, etc. But we would rather I'd rather not make a big call on that. Okay, you can't make a big call at this early stage um, as to what has happened this lunchtime. In fact, it happened at 11 o'clock this morning, and that was the South African Reserve Bank cutting interest rates again, and this was in yes. between official meetings. So we've gone down from six and a quarter percent of the repo rate. That's the rate at which the South African Reserve Bank lends money yeah. to, to the commercial banks. It's now gone down to four and a quarter percent. Now, I'm not very good at yes. maths, but that's about a 30% fall in South African interest uh. rates in a couple of weeks. Now, that must make you want to sit down and phone your clients up and say, okay, this is changing our portfolio analysis. It's, it's changing our asset allocation. You must be yeah. quite you, you must be quite busy at the moment because of this. So, yeah, so the, uh, there's a couple of uh, levers that, that 
that gets pulled now, uh, you can't sit in cash because cash will give you much lower yield. Um, so you've been reduced by 2% over the last couple of days because there was two rate cuts. Yes. Um, uh, if you've been sitting in bonds, then uh, with a with a uh, yield spiking um, as the global risk of sentiment got uh, uh, was pushed through to markets, South African uh, bonds has spiked a lot, and then then the bonds capital uh, value have dropped a, a bit. But now there's a uh, there's also with the with the yields now uh, being dropped by the Reserve Bank. That's been good for bonds bond prices um so now we would say don't sit in cash we would rather sit in bonds if you can stay sit out the volatility over the next two years kind of thing because there's some bonds uh, a couple a while ago the the, the, the 10-year long bond has been yielding 13 percent now that's astonishing real yield um there's some the the bond index has yielded uh, around 11 percent there was before the the reserve bank cut the rates so we believe that that's a great opportunity for South African investors. Um, that eleven uh, that that rate cut now as will take six months or longer to to filter through the economy. It won't uh, be an overnight thing to to start picking the the the, the economic economic activity up and hence the South African Inc. stocks. Uh, but we're still very concerned about ESCOM, which everybody spoke about before the whole coronavirus, and and nobody's th- nobody's talking about it now. So we've got a massive fiscal problem, debt problem, and before we really see that turning around, we, we are very cautious about nibbling at SA equity as as a whole. Okay. Any other trends that you're seeing in the in the brief period that we've been uh, through the crisis and then the crisis plus the lockdown? Any other sort of behavioural traits that you've noticed, Andre? We, I've, I've, I've noticed that uh, when I speak to clients to say why is the reason that we've uh, created certain buckets for their portfolios, then, then they are very more at ease. So if I tell clients, listen, you've got 30% or 40% in an SA income fund, uh, which by the way, isn't all, all, all income funds isn't equal, but we'll get to that point now. Um, and the rest was aggressive, whether that would be 60, 70, 80%, depending on the client portfolio. Um, then I, then we speak, speak to the aggressive because I see in the news that S&P was down 20% or 30%, the most since the 1930s, etc. Then they get very frightened because everybody got used to offshore equity just going up, 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 up. So now we speak to the certain invest, uh, equity, equity funds that they hold, which we believed before the time, um, there were, need to be a couple of characteristics. They need that that company, offshore company, has to have a strong income um, generating ability, has to have low levels of debt, and they have to have uh, good interest cover. So interest cover would be the ability of that company to honor the debt obligations, to, to pay the interest uh, on the debt that they hold. So those companies will survive in, in times of crisis that we experience now. And actually, they will grow stronger because the survival of the fittest will happen. Some of the companies will go bust, and then the the guys that 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 remain will pick up the pieces. So, um, and we've seen a, a huge amount of stimulus by the U.S. and other um, central banks and and governments, fiscal stimulus 
pushed through the market. So we've seen an increase in, in global stock markets the last couple of weeks. And if you switched out when the storm hit, then you've lost out on that a lot. So I've, I've, I've looked at client portfolios a couple of uh, past two weeks, and a lot of them has been handsomely in the green. Now, you would say, now, how was that possible? But we've, we've told clients, listen, offshore equity is a bumpy ride, but the rand is negatively correlated to, to, to global sentiment. Because if, if offshore drops, the valuation of offshore equity drops, it would be because of a risk off environment, and that would mean the rand would depreciate. And it has been classic in this scenario. So clients have actually not lost money now which is kind of like a big bonus for them. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, the first uh, the first rule during times like this, I think, is just preserve capital rather than try and get fancy and, and, and make some money with all sorts of convoluted schemes. So, okay, you've given us some good insight into the human behavior of your clients. I want to ask you now about the behavior of your clients and everybody else in the future, Andre, because I'm looking at this situation. I think to myself, if it goes on for much longer, perhaps our habits, our long-term habits will actually change. Now, there's two scenarios here. One, we go back to our old ways because we're so relieved and we all go out and we we binge. But on the other hand, when it comes to things like going to the pub after work uh, three or four times a week with with your friends or going to lunch uh, one or two times a week with your colleagues, et cetera, going going to a restaurant with your family once a week, um, I don't know, taking holidays, taking weekends away, uh, looking in brochures and looking at new cars and that sort of thing. Maybe yeah. we, we can sit down and say to ourselves and be very sort of introspective and say, do, did I really need to do all that in the past? Yes, I, yeah. of course, I'll need a new car in the future. Yes, I'd love to go on a holiday. But do I need to go on so many holidays? Maybe it's just once a year instead of twice a year. Do you see what I mean? Do you think we might become a nation, a world of savers and investors rather than spenders? Yes, we do believe that life will not go on as normal as it used to afterwards. Uh, when We don't know when, but when globally everything gets kind of like back to normal, with that I mean you're going to go to work, um, you're going to have the ability to go work, uh, you're going to have the ability to go out again. Um, but we believe that people uh, may have had a shock uh, some guys that, that don't have excess cash would see the need to say, listen, I need to put aside some excess cash. I need to save a bit more because what if it happens again? I don't want to go into debt, uh, etc. So I think that that's uh, something that we will see. The other thing that we're concerned about is, is property globally and, and locally. People won't necessarily go out and shop because they've learned they can shop online or they, they, they learned that uh, office space may be, some office space may, may become redundant because now managers are not afraid that more because they can see that that the employees have been working effectively from home. Um, we've seen a company like Zoom and uh, Uber Eats, uh, etc. That they've done Netflix done done so well because they uh, they can cater towards these trends. So we're concerned about some property um, portfolios being becoming redundant, or and we actually see that it's it, it is phenomenal that you read some comments to say some tech stocks have become value stocks or have become defensive stocks because yes. the, these tech companies have as the ability to change so rapidly they don't need a lot of capex like a mine which needs a huge amount of capital to put into the ground it takes years before they can become income generating so there's a lot, a lot of 
companies that we b- believe will benefit from this. Companies like Microsoft, Cisco Systems, that, that they're entrenched into um, delivering products that people will still use. Um, there's some like a uh, company which is quite defensive is MasterCard. That you're gonna, still going to swipe your card even if you're going to buy something online from home. And then there needs to be innovation. If 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 you're going to invest for the long, long term, the company you choose or the funds that you choose now, they need to innovate because they need to cater for for these changes in behaviour. Yeah, I, I do know one thing that uh, even if there's a vaccine immediately announced and it'll be on the market in six months time and everyone's relieved and the markets are relieved i do believe we're in a situation that we will be in endu- not in a situation i do believe that the the legacy of what we're going through at the moment will be fen- felt for many many years to come sometimes mm-hmm. and in some ways in a good way i think andre thank you very much for yeah. your insight that's andre Besson uh, from brenthurst wealth and that was it's my money The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.